The phone conversation between fantasy veterans Bob Harris and Matt Waldman is a quick and dirty rundown of players, units, or teams from Sunday's games. Feel it or fuck it is our instant verdict on the fantasy value of a player or situation, not the ability, effort, or character of the player. This is just how two old-timers in this industry talk when they got a lot of cover in a little time. Ah, uh, hello, Matt. I have bad news, man. You're fired. Oh, wait. Wrong Matt. I was about rule. My bad. We're good, Matt. Hey, it's it's we're all the same, right? We're all just a bunch of mats out there right now. On you know, so I don't have a mat to start with, though. You know, we could start with Matt Rule. Feel it? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm feeling this one. It, it was overdue. Like it just it wasn't happening, right? There, the the improvement wasn't coming. I'm surprised it took this long. I'm guessing David Tepper didn't become a the richest owner in the NFL by accident uh, or by being patient. And uh, we've heard his discussions before. I mean, he doesn't want to be a, a middle-of-the-road NFL team. He wants to be a new Patriots team. He wants to be a, a successful franchise, and he has not even been a middle-of-the-road team yet. So uh, there was no doubt this was coming. Steve Wilkes will take over, and they will not get much better this year. And, and somewhere out there, Sean Payton is looking into the golf courses in that area, I'm guessing, right about now. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I can think of a few places that I could probably recommend, even though I'm not a golfer, but I know I know someone who would probably recommend it to him. But I'll say this, I'm sure that they probably facilitated that firing this week, knowing that Matt Rule could get a jump on the college head, yep. um, head coaching circuit, otherwise known as, you know, get massively paid with less practice time. I well, don't know, it, you know? To, to be fair, I mean, they owe him $40 million. He doesn't have to hurry into anything right now. Yeah, That's true. But I bet he... But as someone I know noted, they bet that he probably said, yeah, get rid of me now and I'll get the head start and I won't charge you as much in the back end here if I can find a job. Just, you know, I thought it was kind of classy. They let him meet with the players and say his goodbyes and do all the stuff like, you know, just uh, uh, kudos to them for realizing it was finally time to move on. And uh, and uh, again, it'll be a messed up year. We'll see what happens going forward. We'll, we'll, you know, Baker Mayfield's not the answer, obviously. I don't think Sam Darnold is. P.J. Walker probably isn't, but they're going to have to cobble something together with those guys. Meanwhile, the Patriots have the luxury of a vast array of uh, young quarterbacks, including Bailey Zappi. What do you got? I'm kind of feeling Bailey Zappi as a journeyman, that's for sure, at right. some point down the line. But, you know, for fantasy football, no, <clears throat> fuck that. Nah, nah, fuck that. Yeah. He was most memorable for his name. Darius Slayton is a different story. I'm feeling him. He's the best player on that receiving core. He looked great. And and I think, you know, he made some tough catches. He's he's working well with Daniel Jones. He was always a very fine athlete, had a good rookie year and just kind of disappeared in the mix of, you know, rotating coaches and and you know, new things at, at the position. He's managed to hang on. I, I'm hoping this is a sign of things to come and from what I saw in the film <laughs> last night, looks good. How opportunities about, matter. Opportunities matter, and he's good. He took advantage of his first major opportunities. Without a doubt. Well, Kenneth Walker had a major opportunity and has one now. Is, is it that obvious that we're feeling him? Oh, yeah, it's that obvious. Like, you know, so, I mean, I have a lot of people out there. I'm injury agnostic. Going into a season, I draft players regardless of whatever fears anyone has or doesn't have of injuries. And, I, you know, I heard all the, the hooting and hollering at my willingness to take Rashad Penny. Many of those same leagues, I also took uh, Kenneth Walker. Look, he's the, the clearly the number two running back uh, in this class. You know more about this than me, but 
but I'm feeling the opportunity. Well, you feel running the ball. He's going to be busy. Are you feeling eighty percent of your free agent budget <clears throat> for him? I'm a cheap old man. Oh, <laughs> I'm see. I'm. I'm no, feeling... I would. I, I'm. I'm closer. I just can't resist taking a shot at myself. Yeah, I'm feel. I'm feeling <clears> that <throat> one, and I'll credit Adam Harstead, who does great work over football guys, saying that. Listen, you know, save twenty percent for your defenses and yep. your kickers, and at some point you got to blow it. You know, look, Dempsey is the same. Uh, serious co-host Mike Dempsey. I mean, he'll go in week one, ninety percent of his fab money if if he sees the right opportunity, and this is the right opportunity if you're doing that. Ramondre Stevenson uh, got additional opportunities in what we thought was a great matchup against Detroit. You feeling this going forward, or what? Fuck it. No. <sighs> Fuck the fuck the committee. That's what I hate. It's and, and it's still coming. It's coming back. But this was a nice week for him against the Detroit defense that the only defense that might be softer than them against the run is probably the Cleveland Browns. So, so yeah, I feel Ramadre Stevenson, the talent, not, not feeling it as the fantasy top 15 starter. No. Correct answer. All right. Well, then... Where are we on Kenny Pickett? Are you feeling Kenny Pickett after the, you know. Jack Lawson feels him, doesn't he? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Pull my knees again, man. Look, I like, I, 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 I like all that. Look, he's going to be throwing the ball because apparently they can't run. We might get into that a little bit. Um, you know, he's going to be slinging it and he has some downfield weapons. I'm feeling it for what it is. A second quarterback in your super flex league. If you run into an emergency, you're, you can plug them and play them and have a good time. You're just not feeling that offensive line at no. all. And that's that's the problem for Kenny Pickett. He looked pretty good for what it was worth. There were some moments there. But, you know, Buffalo provides a lot of confusion with their coverages. That's, you know, probably more so than most teams in the league right now. So, yeah. Austin Eckler, are you feeling this get better game against the Cleveland Browns? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, against the Cleveland Browns. There, there's the point. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling everyone who plays against the Browns. There's a handful of teams that just can't seem to stop running back. The Chargers are one of them, by the way, uh, his own team. Uh, but kudos on the Joshua Kelly kind of finally coming to fruition. Yeah, that's that's. Hey, there we go. Maybe a little something there. But yeah, 17 games since they had a 100 yard rusher in San, for the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, almost as long as they've been in Los Angeles, it feels like, but that's not true. But, you know, Cleveland, listen, they they had Clowney, they had Garrett back, and it didn't they matter, and they traded it. for Deion Jones, who also is not a great <laughs> tackler, but he's far more athletic at getting to the spot that he should be at, you know, but usually a half beat late. So, Leonard Fournette, are you feeling, feeling it? I've been feeling Leonard Fournette all year. Look, <laughs> they're all feeling the, it for the reason. Yeah, yeah, he's a bruising runner. Look, the snap share was down again, and I'm not going to pretend that that makes me happy because I kept predicting he's going to stick at that 70 percent plus. He wasn't there, I don't think. I haven't looked at the actual numbers, but I saw McFarland, Dwayne McFarland, put up a 40 percent snap share for Rashad White. So I'm guessing that is accurate. Um, but look, there's a there's the key here is being a trusted target of Tom Brady. He is that, and he demonstrated again. He's going to get his runs. He's going to get his catches. He's going to be a fine play every damn week. Yeah, I mean, Rashad White, it's nice for the rookie to get in there and they're they're giving him some situational opportunities and they're expanding upon that as he continues to perform well. But he's not overtaking Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is even kind of that. He's kind of a, a, a refrigerator-sized version of, of really Julian Edelman in terms of the way they're using him to match him up yeah. against the defense right now. And with the way that defenses are playing their coverages and the and as bad as that offensive line is, 
they're going to be dinking and dumping to the dump truck all day long. And hey, Matt, let's ride. Russell Wilson. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I'm feeling him still, and maybe that's my bias because I like Russell Wilson from the beginning. But I just think this whole, and I've written something about it this week, and, and what that is is that I just think that this whole desire to like write him off because he's corny and that because he's five games in to with a, a new team and a new system with having to get everybody acclimated. Yeah, he made a bad play, one a, a really bad decision to end a game. But how many times do players who actually win a lot of games make bad decisions that in pivotal moments with the ball in their hand to get their team into that pivotal moment? And Russell Wilson's done that more often than anybody. I mean, his quarterback rating is one of the best in the in the past 10 years. He has more comebacks than any quarterback in the league in terms of fourth quarter. Um, you know, before Geno Smith and him playing well, they were they they literally had more of a, a, a point differential. There are 269 points scored in the fourth quarter for the Seattle Seahawks during that 10-year period was more than any other team in the league. So Russell Wilson may not be the great leader, but he got shit done. And let me like, let me help, let me help yeah. here, Matt. Feeling Russ a little bit, fuck Nathaniel Hackett. I, you know, he may be learning another system, uh, Russell Wilson, before long, and then I'll fuck him too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just say fuck the high school lunchroom bullshit about Russell Wilson not being a good leader and. You know, and Kyle Brandt was a little petty this this week, at, you know, on his thing saying, well, the reason for all this isn't what he did on the field, but it was because he snubbed me at a red carpet event for the NFL because he wouldn't come and interview with me. That was ultimately his reason. And then the day before, he was talking about how he was tired of all this stuff that people were saying about Russell Wilson and how, and yeah, he's corny, and he had that whole take, and then he flipped it for national TV. Um, I guess the morning easy TV show was good. Easy, go easy on Kyle Brandt. Uh, he was a good running up. back at one time, I think. So. He was, I think. Was he? Yeah, he was. You he, know more about he that. Played he played at Princeton. Made it. Russ, Ross Tucker, I think, blocked for him. So, I think that is true. I think before correct. he went to the real uh, world. Anyway. Let me t let me tee you up here. Uh, Skylar Thompson. I wasn't feeling yesterday. I mean, come on. he It's a third-string quarterback entering the game on play two for the offense, you know, not getting any prep time. But I am feeling what he did in those moments because he played smart. He he played pretty smart for, for what he needed to do. The, I wasn't feeling that the offense was over-protecting you know, overprotective him. And they were in the game until about the fourth quarter. He did give up an interception where the ball was, you know, his arm was hit. He did give up a fum a sack fumble that pretty much put the game away for the Jets. But I think with a week of practice time, I'm not feeling him for, <clears throat> I'm not feeling him for fantasy right now, but I'm feeling okay. him for dynasty. Right. And that's where I have my shares based on your recommendation. And I hope, you know, I thought he processed better, early in the game, early on that he did, he started processing more slowly. It seemed like it just uh, was interesting to see that dynamic and maybe just the defenses where they were throwing at and were changing up. Uh, just a uh, quick one uh, here. Uh, new concussion protocols. Oh, I'm feeling that because I think that they need to be more careful. You know, if they see, if they see things that need to be, uh, uh, you know, they needed to add the ataxia type of symptoms into the, into the mix. I think that was a smart thing. I uh, know. <laughs> You know, why we're going to be saying fuck it more often than not, though, as players are taking off the field, they're not coming back. Right. Like, you yeah. know, we saw it with James Winston. I mean, he didn't test, you know, he he cleared the concussion tests, but they're yeah. not letting him back in. And that's going to be the case, I think, for 
uh, players going forward. If you you take that shot uh, for, in this quarter for season, humanity, you're out. For, for humanity, I'm feeling it. You know, betters are going to hate it. You, you know, all of that kind of thing. But, you know, fuck that. I don't want betters running things. Speaking of fuck that, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. <laughs> if you can get, if you can use him as a tight end, I am totally feeling that. Um, this, even though with the Saints, you never know what you get with the, that. It's like a Vegas slot machine. Um, it is. So yeah, overall, fuck it. But I, but I am feeling the Red Grange Bronco Nagurski Ernie yeah. Nevers, you know, or Notre Dame, you know, four horsemen around the left type of the thing going on there in New Orleans. <clears throat> I think I think the day after it's easy to say uh, feeling it after a four touchdown performance on those what six touches or whatever. Um, but you know I think on on other days you're gonna you're gonna wish you had not taken the cheese. He's a uh, desperation Joe, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he proves to be more. Maybe he makes us look stupid when all is said and done. I yeah. hope so. Kudos yeah. to him. Uh, one guy that I think you know aside from his entire pregame, which I'm always feeling that. Well, not really. I don't dress like that. But uh, Joe Burrow. <laughs> um, fuck it for now. Um, because if, if he can't put up good numbers against a Ravens defense, and I know that they're getting a little bit better, you know, as time goes on and they should be pretty good. The, the offensive line isn't affording him much time. And when that happens, uh, you know, you see rookie year Joe Burrow more than you see, you know, the last year's Joe Burrow. And I think that that's the problem right now. So if, if you have him, you can't get rid of him. He's going to eventually get better. But you got to mention him right now. It was a slow start last year. He didn't come on until the second half of the season last year. That's not what people were drafting him to do, though, this year. So they're all saying, fuck it. And and when, when they uh, hide the T. Higgins stuff uh, from us all week, that did, that doesn't work in his favor. Jamar Chase was busier, but he didn't do much with it. I think teams are you know trying to cap his big playability. And, and so far, they're having a lot of success. And that's a lot easier when there is no T. Higgins. Yeah, no, without a doubt. Well, you know, when they bring out an old special teams guy like Mike Thomas and he starts to have some good moments, wow. You know, how about Randall Cobb bringing him back out of the closet and wiping the cobwebs off of him? Well, speaking as another old person, we have our moments, right? And uh, But that's what they are. They're moments. I don't think this is going to be the uh, become the norm. I don't know. You string a lot of good moments together. So what about this? I'm Listen, I'm I'm feeling the short oh, passing here I offense. Go. Here we go. You I know, know it's I'm, coming. I'm feeling the short <laughs> passing offense, so I feel like that, um, you know, at this point, they're, Aaron Rodgers, I'm feeling the idea of him creeping back into your starter conversation. Um, but in terms of who he's going to be throwing these short passes to, I mean, you can take a chance on it, but other than a other than a flex bye week, screw it, which means fuck it, you know. So Alec Pierce... Are we? Are you finally there, or are you just like, no, I'm intractable? I'm feeling the player, fucking the situation. It's a mess there in Indy. I mean, they cobble things together, and there's points at the end of the day somehow. Um, I don't know. I I feel it more than I did the first time you asked, and slightly more than the second time. Okay, he's growing on me. <laughs> I'm trying to pummel you over the head with Alec Pierce. Um, it's probably not working all that well. So it's the offense. It's not. Yeah. It's not him. It's yeah. it. Right, it's I mean, it. yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. It. Rondale Moore. A chance. I'm feeling it after you know, after Kyle Brandt just decided that that you know, not Kyle Brandt, Kyle Cliff Kingsbury. After Cliff Kingsbury, sure you know, went through. The, I don't know. They might be. They might be. I don't know. But uh, there is a little bit similar. One has a more of a pompadour kind of thing going on. But I would say that you know, with Rondale Moore, you would have thought they were going to use him like they use Greg Dorch. 
And then it looked like they were just using them as a gadget. And then they figured out, oh, maybe if we use them like the, the replacement receiver for Rondale Moore, like a real receiver, and do some of the things that he did well at Purdue, he might produce. And that's exactly what happened once Cliff Kingsbury got out of his own way. So yeah, I, I think that's, that's a reasonable uh, assessment. Uh, look, DeAndre Hopkins will be back soon. This receiving core is going to look much different uh, going forward than it does right now. And we'll see how that plays out. I'm not going to go out and spend a lot of free agent no. money on Ryan Dale Moore if I don't already have him. Uh, that's not the case with Raheem Mostert, uh, who, uh, let me just jump right into this one. I'm feeling the trend, right? I'm feeling his ability to run and execute in this offense and, and do it successfully. I feel Chase Edmonds has never demonstrated that he can be a lead back. Uh, over the course of time. So uh, I'm feeling Raheem Mostert while he's in the locked and upright position. And uh, maybe <laughs> Miami is uh, suiting him well. He's a, he's a, quite a surfer. Uh, I've talked to the young man. He wanted to be a professional surfer as a teenager, had endorsements from various companies. And, uh, and uh, instead, he just got really fast, and he's really good in this offense. That's an awesome, that's an awesome tidbit. I had, yeah. I'm feeling yeah. that. Bill Bong, he had all these endorsements. He, he, he almost went pro. Wow, that's awesome. Well, listen, uh, I'm feeling Rondell. I'm feeling um, Raheem Mostert. I've been feeling Raheem Mostert at the end of this, um, at the end of drafts all summer. And yep. it looks like that's starting to come to fruition because for the exact same reasons you said. And and the Dolphins seem to be clicking a little bit better as a, in and terms also, of their run game. Tyler Thompson might be their quarterback next week. Right, right. <laughs> and they're going to need to run it. So, Allen Robinson. I'm totally feeling it. He is what he is, people. He has defined himself right now. He is the third option at best in this receiving core, and he's not going to do a lot with the, those opportunities. <laughs> so you're feeling the fuck it. Yeah. That's basically, okay, then we'll move on. Tyler Higby. Are you feeling, feeling that? it also, man? The second most targeted player in this offense. Uh, you know, didn't do much with it in this past game, but uh, I mean, this was a rough game, and we, I expected it to be uh, the Cowboys defense got a little something for you, Matt Stafford. So, uh, but the targets keep coming, and I'm going to keep playing them. Yeah, I'm feeling Higby um, pretty much as an every week starter in PPR for sure. Devin Coleman, you feeling that? Two touchdowns. No, fuck that guy. Look, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, you know Devin Coleman, Kyle Juszczyk, whoever. I mean, it's going to be someone each week. I, you know, I was I was pretty happy about Jeff Wilson's performance in general. I think maybe he's earning this job even when Elijah Mitchell comes back, or at least get to hold on to it. Uh, for some time, might take. Let's say this: Elijah Mitchell might need a little more time to get healthy. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure of this. I bet you, if we showed tape of Kyle, little Kyle Shanahan back when he was like four years old, and he saw something that made him suck his thumb, that I bet you that it would be something like Tevin Coleman, because he <laughs> that dude sucks his thumb totally when he sees Tevin Coleman. <laughs> some guys do that with blondes. Some. Some people do it with brunette. He they do he does it with fast running backs who he did need it a with young Tevin Coleman. Hole. Nobody does it with old Tevin Coleman. I don't know. Tevin Coleman looked like he was going to be gone from this league, and now now he's back here. Anyway, Diami Brown. I feel that role. <laughs> Not Diami himself. I mean, he seems like a great player, and uh, those now at least that one catch was was off the charts, amazing. Uh, and I think I'll feel him more when it's Jahan Dawson again. Yeah, I'd say that that's a, I'd say that's a absolutely accurate. And so, yeah, fuck, fuck the players' <laughs> um, fantasy opportunity right now. But uh, it was nice to see him say hello and show that he can catch yeah. some deep balls again. Um, Gabriel Davis, huge game. Feeling well, him? 
felt it this week because I mean I I was touting him highly. I was pushing this one. No Isaiah, no Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, you know, or didn't think there would be Isaiah McKenzie, and there wasn't. It ended up, and James Crowder also out. So, uh, so I thought there would be maybe a little few fewer mouths to feed in that offense. Dawson Knox all also out. So this seemed like a great opportunity. Look, I still say fuck the price everyone was paying for him early on, but you're going to get these spike games because he's in a fantastic offense. And Josh Allen guy is really good. Yeah, and fuck trying to predict those spike games unless yes. you're Hall of Famer Bob Harris. I think that that's I, not even me. You know, that was luck. I fell into it. It was like well, the obvious. Hey, you know that's pretty good. I I didn't. It wasn't too obvious to me because I was too busy saying fuck it um, all last <laughs> week um, based on different things. And part of it was because I'm feeling Khalil Shakir. How about you? Uh, he'll make a great young Jamison Crowder working, sharing that slot role with Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, this year, that. yeah. But I'm feeling <laughs> yeah. it in Dynasty. Dynasty shares, for sure. Yeah, okay, for sure. Uh, I'm taking over this one. The Harris clan always, uh, you know, hate it when my guys struggle. We saw Damian got a little nick and didn't get the full game in. Saw it with my cousin Najee. Ah, I'm never, I'm never going to say fuck it to a Harris, right? But, But, man, it's not looking good, is it? No, I, and you know, I almost said it in week one and I think I'm kind of there now. I am because we'll have to say, uh, you know, you just look at that situation, the, the, unless they're playing the Browns de uh, defense, the caliber of the Browns, this offensive line isn't going to be able to hold up here and they're going to want Kenny Pickett to throw the ball. I know that that sounds crazy considering the, the receivers that they have there but they're going to want to try and make Kenny Pickett win the game for them. And, um, you know, cause we, you watch Harris, he looks great whenever he does have a crease or when he doesn't have three guys penetrating into the backfield, he looks pretty darn good, you know? So that's the problem. I mean, there's only one Walter Payton and as good as Najee Harris is, he's not going to be able to overcome it like that. So yeah, man. But that brings us back to Kenny Pickett, who's going to be throwing the ball a hell of a lot. Feeling it. All right. That's enough. That's yeah. enough of you. I've had yeah. enough of you. You're not actually fired. I feel bad for scaring you. I saw the look in your eyes early. It was Matt Rolled. Yeah, time. I was worried, man. I I didn't know where I was going to, like, you know, get my source of uh, or contribute my source of, like, annoying videos and, <laughs> and texts to you during the week. You know, who else would Keep I have them coming. to find? Okay. All right. Then we'll do All that. All right. Love you. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>